I'm thankful to have Brother Jimmy. I tell you what, when, when I answered the call to preach, he told me I'm going to preach. And that's what I, he, he put me up in the pulpit over and over again. And I'm thankful for that. And uh, I appreciate that. And, you know, one of the things that they, I heard them say is that two, uh, two men couldn't lead a church together. You couldn't have two, you know, kind of pastors together. I don't know why they would say such a thing like that. Uh, but man, God blessed us for many years. Yes, and I'm thankful did. for that. But you know what? I am glad that God has put him where he's at and that he's able to continue. So bless yeah, you, brother. Yeah. Amen. Boy, I tell you what, this stand behind this desk kind of feels like home. You ever felt that way, Brother Brad? <laughs> yeah, Brother Brad. Brother Brad was back there behind this desk longer than I was. That's a big man's fault. I will I will agree with that. I will agree with that. And they uh but it it's Uh, I'll, I'll tell you what, we, we'll we be in Matthew 5 and verse 20, be in the Lord's will, and then, uh, it, it's, it's great to be home, and uh, I know uh, everyone acts like they know me, so uh, I feel like I'm at home, and it, it is, it's good to be here, it's good to see each and every one of you, Jim, it's good to see you. And uh, we, but be in the Lord's will, and then we'll try not to be uh, real long winded tonight. But, uh, God knows all things. Yeah. Yeah. Two coats was before, and yeah. old and and I could have eaten, so what must I do? But one coat. saved. 
It's great to be saved. But boy, I, I gotta say it. I gotta say it. What a God, church. What a God. And I, when I'm talking about what a God, I'm talking about the one and true God. I'm talking about the God that is, uh, is spelled with capital G-O-D. I'm talking about the God that created the heavens and the earth. I'm talking about the God that sent his only begotten son, that we could have life and have it more abundantly. I'm talking about the God that created the Lamb's book of life. And I'm talking about a God that spelled it L-A-M-D. And, and with apostrophe S yes, that's the lamb meaning they're only one oh boy I tell you I think I got something to preach on tonight and let's look at it and when I look at it today well, I, before I even get started I better pray before we get you know sometimes I get so carried away you believe it you know one thing about good thing about coming to church get your praying caught up before you come the church, and then when you come to church, you can pray a little bit more. Yeah. But I think what it's so good when when you get your praying all caught up at home. Right. When you walk in the door, you you expect something good. Yeah. And you realize when you walk in, you get your praying caught up at home. When you walk in the door, if anyone's lost there, you expect them to be saved. You realize when you got your praying caught up, if anyone is backslidden, you expect them to come home. That's what you, and boy, I tell you what, when you get your praying caught up, you expect to get a blessing that'll help you just draw a little closer to him. So in the the book of Matthew chapter 5, in in, uh, verse 20, we're only going to read one there. And I I guess if I'm going to call, uh, name this, and I don't, put a lot of titles to it. We'll just call it biblical response. You, you realize that that seems to be a word and a phrase that people are not looking to today, but a biblical response. And you realize that I'm going to read this verse, and this is the Pharisees and the scribes. You realize they had a biblical response unto God. And this is what Jesus said about it. In verse 20, he said, For I say unto you, that that except your righteousness shall exceed the righteousness of the scribes and the Pharisees, ye, ye shall, shall no cease to enter in, in the kingdom of heaven. And boy, I want to tell you what, when I begin to look at that, I begin to see when he says, your righteousness must exceed. He's saying your righteousness must be a little bit greater. Yeah. It wasn't saying that there was a form of righteousness. It said that it's got to exceed the form of that righteousness of the Pharisees and, and, and the scribes. And the day we're going in the day, people are putting on a form of godliness and denying the power thereof. And when I begin to look at the Pharisees and I begin to look at I got to look at what they represented. What would they begin to say? When I begin to look at it, the Pharisees, they believed that they was the separated 
ones. Uh, they wouldn't believe uh, that they was a religious uh, party. Uh, you realize we're not a political uh, party. Uh, and today we're living in the day uh, uh, people are God. Uh, I, I believe that I would call that religious uh, party there. Uh, and the one there, I would call it they had their own little uh, religious clique. Uh, they seem good in their own eyes. Uh, but in the eyes of God, uh, they had left it a little big part out of it. Uh, they believed it was on. Uh, and I believe it wouldn't look greater. Uh, it was going to have to be more uh, than the righteousness uh, that they thought they found uh, in the law. Uh, they believed they could live the law uh, close enough uh, to find righteousness uh, in favor uh, with God. Uh, and when I began to look at the scribes, uh, what did they represent? Uh, they were the studies of the scriptures. Uh, they was the ones, uh, the editors of the law. Uh, they were teachers. Uh, they were the keepers, uh, keeper of the law uh, of tithings. Uh, and they was uh, a ritual purity. Uh, and I'm telling you today that we're living in today, uh, they are uh, the ones going out there uh, and trying to get to heaven uh, with religion. Uh, right, right. I'm talking about uh, customs and traditions. Right. What you said that with your customs uh, and traditions, uh, you made my word uh, to none of that. That's right. Uh, yeah. I was a little bit uh, yeah. about religious uh, uh, purity uh, and the rituals uh, and the people goes on. Uh, you realize we got uh, a, a church today uh, that has their little chants uh, that they go out uh, and they begin to chant. Uh, and you realize uh, and they say a lot of nice words uh, and all these things. Uh, but it's only a ritual. Uh, will you leave the born again part out of it? It's only a ritual. And they go, uh, they go before uh, to one uh, and begin to say, uh, Father, forgive me uh, yeah. uh, for I've sinned. Uh, and yeah. he says, uh, Thou hast forgiven. Uh, I believe that would be uh, come under uh, the rituals uh, of one. Uh, when we begin to look at what all God uh, has done, uh, and when, when you look at rituals, uh, uh, religious rituals, that uh, uh, men are gone out today. Uh, they put on a form of godliness. When they get in uh, into customs and traditions, uh, and you realize, uh, in so many times, uh, the way that our services uh, are conducted, uh, uh, we pretty much have a form. Uh, right, but yeah. it's not a ritual, uh, uh, it's a creed. Uh, uh, we put, believe in free worship. Uh, right. Our people, uh, uh, they get God, uh, uh, put a testify of money uh, or a song or something. Right. Uh, uh, God is free uh, uh, to worship our God. Uh, and we lift his name. Uh, of yes. all names. Right. It's not a formality of some a religious ritual or anything like that. But we got to get to what? Get their name. We got to get to go and look at a biblical response. We got to look at what it means to get your name written in the Lamb's book of life. And when I begin to look at one, you realize I got to look at Nicodemus. Right. You realize Nicodemus, he was a Pharisee. He's the one that got caught up in religious rituals. But the religious rituals that the and Nicodemus had, you realize the thing is, it failed him. You realize he could not find comfort because he had heard the words of the Lord Jesus Christ. He had heard the word of God. 
he, he had met the man. How, so there was how, the mediator from earth and the heaven. How, he was the one how, with the lambs, a book of life, how, the only one, how, the one that goes, how, the mediator from earth and the heaven. How, he was the one how, that was how, the book of keys and the heaven and the hell. How, he come to him by night how, because how, religious rituals how, couldn't find, give him how, what he had. How, I'm telling you today, religious rituals, you'll find yourself in what? You'll find yourself that they will not keep you and you'll find that joy that only God can give you. You won't find that contentment that only God can give you. You realize that you get caught up in religious rituals. You'll find yourself in a place it said, if there are any condemnation in you, then he is not in you. Do you realize you will not find a contentment with life in order and short, and you will find out that you are still afraid to die. You will find yourself in the same as Nicodemus. He too, when he comes, I'll put it in my words. He will come to Jesus at night, and he said to him, he said, what do I have to do to get my name in the Lamb's book of life? Yeah, yeah. And he yeah. said, yeah. to see what heaven is like, everlasting life. What I need, that's what he was saying. And I'm telling you today, religious rituals and all these things. And when we look at all those things, they're going to fail you somewhere along the line. And when we begin to look at all the things that God has got to do. And he, our Lord said, in order for you, to get your name written in the Lamb's Book of Life, you must be born again. The Bible says that that which is spirit is spirit, and that which is flesh is flesh. And when I begin to look at the Spirit of God, I begin to look at what flesh is. You realize that which is flesh is all outward man. The Bible says that it is the same as filthy rags in the sight of God. In all your righteousness and self-righteousness, it's the same as, as filthy rags in the sight of God. And when you go and think that you can get to heaven on your self-righteousness or any other religion other than Jesus Christ and Him crucified and believing on the third day that He'll rise again, I want to tell you, Solomon said, vanity, vanity, all this is vanity in the sight of God. Wake up. It's time we get rid of these religious rituals and get biblical response to the Word of God. Without a biblical response, you'll never have your name written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Wake up and hear what thou saith the Lord. When we look at all these things and the religious rituals that we come and you must be born again. Do you realize if we look at Saul, you realize that we begin to look 
at Saul and what he did. Right. He realized he was on a way that seemed right. right. He called within himself this self-righteousness and the laws of the Pharisees that they had their own. You know what the scribes had taught right. that he was righteousness. But the one thing about it, when he would come along the way to Damascus, along that way, there was something happened. He realized he met the one named Jesus Christ that outshined the sun and it shined down. You realize, and when the voice spoke, he said, Who art thou, Lord? When he began, there was something great that happened then. You realize, and when he met this man named Jesus, yeah. he realized yeah. that all his That's righteousness right. yeah. was yeah. the same as yeah. right. the right. Amen. Right. He realized that he needed a Savior. Right. He realized yeah. that the law was good, That's but right. it was too weak to give him life. He yeah. the law was good, but he couldn't get his name in the land of foot. That's right. Yeah. And I'm telling you, these ones that's promoting uh, these things, uh, these religious rituals. Uh, I'm telling you, if a man uh, goes to you, oh man, if it's not, uh, there's only one supreme being, uh, and it is Jesus. Yeah, Any other message to you, uh, and you go to him and ask for him. Uh, I'm going to tell you, uh, uh, this is foolish, uh, and this is vanity uh, uh, to go in, uh, because you went into a man uh, that his righteousness uh, in the sight of God. Uh, is Satan's filthy rags uh, yeah. I, I want to tell you I, I don't want to stand uh, before and have my hope uh, in a man uh, I want to have my love, hope uh, in things he can it's time we begin to look at what God has got uh, you realize when we look uh, at the Pharisees uh, and what they believed in uh, and we always uh, we got to look at the Pharisees and uh, and the publican, huh? you realize when the Pharisees, huh? he stood, they went, to two men went to the temple to pray, huh? and the Pharisees, huh? yeah. and you realize was in self-righteousness, huh? he had his hope huh? in the law, huh? he right. thought huh? that he was more righteous, huh? he thought he was one huh? of the separated people, That's huh? right. he thought, huh? look at me, I'm something else, huh? yeah. and boy, huh? he began to look around, huh? and he could see, huh? and he could see all the faults of everybody else, huh? and he realized, huh? and not realizing himself. He had been deceived around the yeah, lives. He thought that within himself that he could judge another man. But you know what the Bible says about that? Who are you to judge another man's right. servant? Right. Oh, my God. I'm telling you, is there a God not a righteous yeah. God? A holy God of a royal priesthood. There's no other God like this God. I'm telling you, the capital G God, yeah. one, yeah. there's no That's other true. like him. He's the old God and the Almighty. And I'm yeah. telling you today, there's only one a supreme being, and his name is Jesus Christ. He's the Son of God that come down not to condemn, but come to seek and to save. And I'm telling you, quit putting your hope in men. And you realize if we get our hope, too many are not. 
of the Pharisees out there today. Uh, they're going saying, I'm glad I tithed uh, if that was called uh, under God's tribe uh, and holiness. Uh, and we, we all in here uh, I know and believe in tithing. Uh, but I want to tell you what, uh, it's not going to get me right. uh, I'm going to tell you, uh, right. tithing is good, uh, but oh yeah, uh, but don't uh, think uh, you're going to get your name uh, in the Lamb's oh, Book of Life uh, because of it. Uh, they would have looked at him and said, I, I pray that I go. And I looked at him and said, I, I'm glad that I'm not as this old publican. Oh, yeah. But I'll tell you what, they was a good thing. You realize the little Pharisee thought he was saved, and the publican knew he wasn't. I think, thank God, the one day I don't do, I tell you what, I didn't hear it think I had my name written, but I'm sure glad that I was like the publican. I knew that he wasn't saved. There was one thing, we come to go to the righteousness, I come to the supreme being, the one that come down from heaven, that's seeking to save, and knowing the one he called in heaven, I look unto heaven, I'm telling you, and he smote himself on the breast, and all these things, I'm telling you, he wasn't concerned about what man thought, he was worried about what God thought, and I'm telling you today, it's time that the church gets in the place and starts worrying about what man says and what God says, I'm telling you today, it's time that the church and the world wakes up and not fear man, which can only kill the body, and wake up and get the fear of God in you, the one the body and the soul, wake up, and I'm asking you today, who will you serve, or do you have your name written, I'm going to tell you, if you don't have your name written in the Lamb's Book of Life, you didn't have a biblical response unto God if you try to get in any way other than the supreme being you try to get in another way to heaven I'm telling you you like the old Pharisees but I'll tell you if you'll come with a broken heart and a contrite spirit like the old publican did the old tax collector the old wicked man ready to say I'm a sinner will you forgive me and I'm telling you and God said that the old publican went jail justified rather than the Pharisee that's what I want today I want the good the old faith and I want the blessings of the living God I want my name written in the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ and you realize that that book the land book of life that is the one uh, there are only one. Uh, and I'm telling you, if you got your name uh, in any other book, uh, that any other man uh, oh. has convinced you uh, is the way to heaven, uh, I'm telling you, uh, you're living a lie. Uh, right. I'm telling you today yeah. uh, to wake up and hear what thou saith the Lord. Uh, yeah. And you realize, uh, and you oh, say, yeah. he is here today, uh, and saying, I don't uh, believe this. Uh, I won't believe it. Uh, you can turn a deaf ear to it if you want. But you love what I 
find yourself uh, in a shape of the rich man. Right. And you're in the life right. today. Uh, uh, you realize uh, uh, the rich man, uh, uh, he had a consumptive. Uh, uh, you realize uh, he was saying, I don't need anything. Uh, uh, what would I need uh, uh, with this God? Uh, but I'll tell you, when it comes time to die, uh, I want to tell you, uh, uh, the Bible says that their tree falls. Uh, uh, so shall rise. Uh, I'm telling you today, uh, when this life is over, uh, uh, you're going to live one or two places uh, in yeah. heaven and hell. Uh, yeah. I'm going to tell you, hell uh, is just as real as heaven today. Yeah. I'm telling you today, I don't care uh, if many churches quit preaching uh, the how hell is. Uh, yeah. where, uh, it's a place of fire and brimstone uh, where people desire to die uh, and cannot die. Uh, and when they fit gnashing uh, of one another, uh, I'm telling you, it's an awful place. Uh, the rich man, uh, he died uh, and thought he was doing well, uh, but it wasn't there long uh, before he started looking uh, uh, to the church of the living God. Uh, and when I, before I go on, uh, you really, you say, why did you say that in the church of the living God? Uh, the Bible said, said that to the rich man, when he asked for that Lazarus first to cool his tongue, he wanted a, one drop of the word of God. And I'm telling you, it was too late. Uh, uh, but you realize, he said, well, why don't you send one back? And the Lord, my five brothers, all of a sudden he got, got compassion. Right, that's right. Brother, wake up. Amen. Wake up. When I began to look at it, an old rich man did. But God looked back at Abraham and said, They have Moses and the prophets. Yeah. Said, If they won't believe, Moses and the prophets, neither will they believe. That one had raised from the dead. That's true. I'm telling you today, people are going on a way that seems right and walk, walking in self righteousness. But I'm going to tell you what you got to know that you know. Now, what happens when you get ready to lay down in the bed at night? You lay down in the bed at night. I remember. I remember before I got my name in that book. You know, it was fine as long as I was around the crowd. It was fine and dandy, but when I got in the bed and the lights were off, and then so quiet you could hear a pin drop, I was afraid to die. I'm going to tell you, when Jesus splits the eastern sky, and he comes in all of his glory, I'm going to tell you, you're going to run. You're going to try to hide. And there'll be no place to hide. Right. It's time you begin to realize that there's only one way to heaven, and that's through the door. And the door is Jesus Christ. The Bible says if you try to get in any other way, it's the same as a thief or a robber. That's right. So if you've been caught up in religious rituals, you better get out of it. You better get out of it fast. Because time is running out. That's right. We know not the day or the hour, but we know he's coming. We know just any day now. I know that Paul, when he was alive, was was looking for him to come. That's right. I'm looking for his coming. And God would never leave you. That's right. And never forsake you. But go with it clear to the end. If we look at Saul. You realize Saul knew they were higher power. 
And he realized that his self-righteousness was not going to get him to heaven. When I look at self-righteousness, I look at what the Bible says, not to forget the sin of yourself yet. Amen. The love for the church. What are you going to do? What are you going to do when he comes? Self-righteousness is not going to do it. You realize born again Christians assemble themselves together. Amen. Not because they have to. Yeah. Because they're of one mind and one accord. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Though they don't physically have to, they have to. There's something about when the word said that he had prepared heavenly places. And in these places are heavenly blessings. When the church gathers together in one mind and one accord, and they begin to worship the Lamb of God, it turns in to a heavenly place. I don't care if it's a, a worship service set up in a barn. Yeah. I want to tell you, it becomes more than a barn that day. That's right. Just like when Jesus was born, born that old stable become more than a stable. Right. Amen. He comes a house of worship. Remember, they come from far to worship him. Yeah. Amen. It was more than a barn that day. That's right. You're becoming into a house of worship. Amen. I'm telling you today, it's time that we take off that old coat yeah. and put on the new. Yeah. It's time that we spread the good news. Amen. It's time Amen. that we start. You say, how did I get my name in that land full of life? Yeah. How did I get it real? My name with the blood. I'll tell you, it's so simple today that even a child could understand it. Yes, amen. Believe upon the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved. Yes, amen. Amen. You know, I could, I'll I'll go ahead and put the baptism part. You, You realize? People says, well, if that didn't save you, why would I do it? Because God's book said so. Right. And if you got your name really written in the land for the blood, that will be a biblical response yeah. to the word of God. Yeah. Look at your life today. I want you to look. I can't look at no one's heart. But you know what's in your heart. Amen. Would you look at your life today and say the life and the road that I'm traveling is a biblical response to the word of God. Brother Michael. Amen. Amen. You know, Jimmy, he posed a challenge and I was sitting there thinking about 
You know, it says, For I say unto you that except your righteousness shall exceed the righteousness of the scribes and the Pharisees, ye shall in no case enter into the kingdom of heaven. And I thought for a second, if you would have asked the scribes and the Pharisees, are you righteous? They would have said yes, right? And then Jesus said, you got to do better than that. You know what they would have said? That's impossible. And you know what? It's impossible, right? That's what Jimmy was saying. But you know who exceeded their righteousness and our righteousness and everyone else's righteousness? Jesus Christ. That's who we're trusting in. I'm going to ask everyone to stand tonight. As Brooke gets a song. If you need to come pray. And like I said this morning, you know, if your heart, if God was talking to your heart, you need to pray. If he's, he's speaking to you, Jimmy doesn't know what's going on in your heart, but God does. And he can tailor a message to each and every one of us. So if you don't know Jesus Christ, you need to know him today before it's too late. But maybe you're all right with the Lord and maybe you've got a name on your heart tonight of someone that's not right. You know, Jimmy was talking about the rich man that opened up his eyes in hell. I heard so many years, I don't even remember who said it, but somebody told, said a long time ago and it stuck with me. Hell is, we think of hell as a place uh, of nameless, faceless people, but that's not true. It's people we live around. Maybe even in your own home. It's your co-workers. It's your friends. It's all those people that don't know Jesus Christ. They are going to open up their eyes in hell, just like the rich man, if something doesn't change. You know what that change is? The truth of Jesus Christ. Guess what? They're not getting it out here. They need it from us. Maybe you need to lift them up in prayer today. Remember what I said? Let's get a desire this week to talk to somebody about the Lord. And guess what? If we're going to really do that and it's profitable, we need the Holy Spirit to speak to them ahead of time. And we need him to guide the appointment and get it ready, right? He can do that today. You got a name, let's take it to the Holy Spirit tonight. Amen. Amen. As she sings, if you need to pray about anything, you can come up to the altar to pray. You can pray at your seat. We need to deal with things now. You know what the devil... He'll say, just put it off, right? Pray later. Deal with it later, right? A more convenient season, right? That's what he says. And that later never comes because he fills your mind with a million other things. We've got a, the time of salvation is now. Amen. She finishes the song. This verse. What a God. What a challenge. Amen.